0: Good morning, hope everybody's doing well today on this wet, rainy Tuesday morning. Today, on days like today, it's just, uh, you just want to just lay in bed and sleep all day. I don't know what it is about the rain, it makes me so daggone sleepy, I can't hardly really see straight. So uh, it's hard to get motivated, hard to get going, hard to keep, get pushing forward. But you want to just drag yourself out and get to going, I'll be honest with you, it's kind of hoping uh school been out today that way the kids and teachers and uh instructional assistants could have slept in a little bit today and who knows it still might happen never know but uh either way uh they're on this little delay Uh, at least they got that anyway better than nothing but uh but please be safe out there watch that standing water i tell you don't take much of of anything for um your hydroplanes getting right off the side of the road that's what that's what scares me so bad about these teenagers who haven't had a lot of experience and uh get in a hurry and not paying attention and anything can happen so uh please allow yourself plenty of time if you're out and about today and just uh don't get too big of a hurry and don't drive like a lunatic like i do so but anyway uh let's go and dive into god's word this morning we're gonna look at john 14 verses 16 and 17 so if you got your bibles handy Let's go ahead and get this, bring this passage up here. Give me just one second. Hold on. All righty. John 14, 16 and 17 says, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. All right. It's my old... Pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. So, um, uh, we look at this passage here. You know, always uh, get your Bibles, always try to mark these. It's it's good to have a Bible that you use. You mark them up, uh, you underline, highlight, make those notes, and it it gives you something to to come back and look to. But when we see this here, we see uh, this passage here. Talking about, you know, Jesus is telling them he's, he's, he's going to be going away soon. All right. And they might not fully understand the full context at this particular point in time in history as exactly what he meant uh, by that. But the, thing, the fact of the matter is that Jesus walked with them daily, uh, he taught them, but he knew he was going to be leaving. So he said that he was going to be sending another comforter. Well, that is the paracletos. That is the Holy Spirit. That is the third person of the Trinity. Uh, you know, in the um, uh, Old Testament, uh, you see, were. God's spirit dwelled with with people, and uh, but it may have just like King Saul, he saw it said the spirit left him. You see where King David would have said time and again uh to uh you know, don't let your spirit depart from me. But that ended at the day of Pentecost. And so now when you see that that comforter or uh counselor, as another way to put it, that is literally the indwelling spirit of God who dwells within us. When Jesus when we give our life to Jesus Christ, when we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, we have that indwelling dwelling spirit. We have God who dwells within us. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He is the great comforter. He is the great counselor. You know, we deal with a lot of tragedies in our lives. We deal with a lot of trials or tribulations in our lives. And uh, for those who are saved, uh, even in the midst of those trials, uh, even in the midst of death or suffering, whatever it may be, there's still that 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 feeling of peace. There's still, uh, watch we spit where there's still a uh, uh, a spirit of, uh, of just comfort that we cannot explain. Uh, and uh, that is that indwelling spirit that helps us, that guides us, that leads us. He is there to counsel us. He is there to guide us in all things. He's to to, uh, to guide our every step. And he's there to uh, dwell within us the fruits of the spirit of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, self-control against such that where is no law. So, uh, you know, that's one of, one of the things that I was hitting on Sunday night uh, in regards to... Uh, uh, our uh, emotions and how we need to be sure that we uh, have control over them in the proper context. We're not to be as the Stoics who uh, were very reserved, very uh, uh, code-driven, uh, as you would see like in the character of Spock or uh, The Mandalorian, if you watch that, uh, or and we're not to be like the Epicureans where we're supposed to be distress-free and just not worry about it, which would be nice to be stress-free, and there were aspects of the Epicureans that uh, you could glean from a biblical standpoint, but their problem was they believed that there was no judgment, no fear of death. So we can't be too far as far as pleasure and carefree. We can't be too much as far as uh, showing no emotion. God instilled with us emotions for a reason. And so that's why when we are upset, Uh, when we are struggling that's why we use god's word that is our comfort that is how god uses that to counsel us and to comfort us and that's that's a powerful thing to use those scriptures but you have to want to fight uh you know even as a um pastor and as a christian uh, i struggle too uh the fight is difficult uh sometimes i can sin and mess up and I, f- I feel so guilty and convicted that i'm like you know lord i'm sorry i didn't even put up a fight i didn't even uh try to quote scripture i didn't even try to uh to stand up i just feel like i just got ran over by a steamroller or knocked on my rear end cold cocked just whatever you want to call it blindsided and you're just like you're, you're just kind of standing there dazed and confused, wondering what i even said or did but we have to be aware uh, of the battle we have to be aware of our weaknesses uh, that we have to uh, to to avoid uh if you have a problem with pornography maybe you need to put some uh, uh some parental uh, locks uh, up on your uh, uh computer or iPad or whatever. Have someone have you to be held uh, uh, accountable. Uh, You know, have a friend or someone uh, that you can depend on and trust and say, hey, I need help in this area. Maybe you have problems with alcohol, whatever it may be. Uh, that you need to avoid, and that's one thing as christians we we can lean upon one another and help us through those difficult times. but the main thing is uh in dealing with scripture, just like we're talking about this this they're talking about the comforter, the counselor, the one that is God, but the only one true God uh that dwells within our hearts and minds for those who are saved because if you are not saved. Your father's the devil. All right. So I just there's just no two ways about it. That may offend you. You may not like it. You may not want to hear that. But your father's either God or it's the the devil. I mean, there's no way in between. Either you know Jesus Christ Lord and Savior, or you don't. And uh, so that's where I, I love quoting those those passages, uh, in times of distress, in the times of trouble, or just in just being in a in a good mood, quoting verses. Because uh, you know, even in a good mood, man, we smile and say, "Hey, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it." You know, and then or we can we're in those times of trouble. For God is like giving us a spirit of fear, power, and love, and a sound mind through to the, the spirit of love, joy, peace, long suffering, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, and self control. Uh, where He can have. Uh, that God's not giving us. Uh, can't speak this morning. Be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and supplication and request, be mean to God and the peace of God's best all understanding. And regard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. We have verse after verse after verse that I can do all things through Christ who strengthen me. You know, we that we have these things to encourage us all through god's word we see time and again that we are victorious you never see any any verses in there talking about low self-esteem that's the problem we are inherently selfish people we think too highly of ourselves that is the biggest problem with ourselves so that's why when we are sad when we are upset when we are hurting god is there when we are happy and things are going good god is there he is that comforter he is that counselor there's many times when i've done a counseling session and I've asked people, have you even talked to God about this? Have you even spent time in prayer about this? And I would say a majority, over 90% that I spoke to said, no, I've never prayed about it. Friends, I can only do so much as a pastor and as a counselor. The majority of what people deal with, you need to give to God. And I know I've talked to people before who said, well, I don't know how to pray. I don't know how to talk to God. God is, you know, even if you didn't have a a, a a earthly father but you had an abusive earthly father maybe you know sometimes we compare our heavenly father to what we had as an earthly father and so it's very hard to understand a very kind and loving and gentle father only I can explain to you is uh, if you ever sat and imagine what I what a wonderful forgiving and loving god I mean our loving father uh, could be I mean, that you dreamed up the greatest dad in the world uh, multiply that by a million and you'll have god all right and uh, that might help you to to understand that but all right i think a lot of people uh they are they get a little confused because of the, uh, the how secularism has infiltrated the church and pastors and Christians. And they say, well, God is love. Well, God is love. That is true. But he does not condone sin. All right? We need to make that very clear. So many people want to condone and justify sinful actions. I don't care if you're gay or straight, whatever it is. You cannot condone sin. God is, the is, sin is, 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 is abhorrent in god's eyes all right so we cannot justify that there's no you no know, if it's god if god's word speaks against it it is wrong and we have to to be sure that we confess that to god and ask god to deliver us from those kind of things so but what my point is we're getting back to being god being the kind loving father is pull up a chair pretend like god is sitting there pretend like jesus is sitting there and talk to them and let and just pour your heart out Tell them your, your deepest secrets and thoughts and words and whatever it may be. Just confess that to God. Talk to God. All right? Thank Him for the many wonderful blessings. And then just maybe just sit there and shut up for a few minutes and just and just focus and, and meditating on God's word, meditating on Jesus Christ, and let Him talk to your heart and mind. That's how that's where that comfort comes in. That's where He is the ultimate counselor that will get you through those situations. But so many people they want advice from Friends and families and pastors, but have never given it over to God. If you want the ultimate counsel, if you want the ultimate comfort, you've got to give it to God. He's the only thing that's going to get you through I can't give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. Your friends and family can't give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. They can't give you what you want and what you're looking for. Ultimately, we have to uh, allow that cover, that paracletos, that third person of the Trinity, to fill us, to sustain us, to help us to endure and to persevere. Yeah, that We have to give it over to God. It's either you trust God. you know, I, And the reason why I, I can talk about this with all confidence is because I've been the world's worst for that. I say, yes, I'm a Christian. Yes, I love Jesus Christ. Yes, I've prayed about it. But, and then I go and ask everybody else, And they're like, well, God, what do I do? And then just make some half-hearted decision and screw everything up. Because, you know, it's like we trust God, but apparently we don't trust him enough. We want to trust in the counsel of other people. You know, there was an instance in the Bible uh, where um, it was about uh, King Solomon. And, uh, of course, he was the wisest and greatest of all kings. And uh, he had a son, um, I want to say Rehoboam. I don't have to go back and look and make sure, so don't hold me to that. But um, he... uh, uh, was a very bad and wicked ruler. Instead of seeking counsel uh, from the elders, from those with wisdom, he sought he sought out counsel from his, uh, his 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 peers. His his little goofy friends, who were of same age, and they say, "Hey, make it hard on them. Don't give them a break." And and uh, and he was very cruel and mean. And they hated the people. Hated him because of what he was and who he was. My point is instead of seeking counsel from those who are wiser, seeking counsel from God Almighty, sometimes it's easy to want to seek counsel from your little buddies and your, your little peer group that you know is gonna you know ultimately go along with what you think and what you want. And uh, when we pray about things, we know deep down what we want. And so sometimes instead of waiting on God, And seeking out his will for our lives, we talk around to our little buddies and say, well, you know what, maybe that is what God wants and go for it. And you've never really spent that time in prayer. And then you wonder why things go haywire. That's why we have to make sure that we're bringing all things to God. And we're seeking out his peace in all areas of our lives and all decisions of our lives. So instead of seeking counsel from ones you know is going to agree with you, sometimes we might need to seek counsel from those we know that may disagree with us and it may hurt and we may not like it, but that may be the ultimate decision and what we need to do to find the proper comfort in our lives that only God can provide for us. So sometimes God will tell us no. Sometimes God may tell you to wait you know and sometimes God may answer that prayer and it may not be answered in the way you want it or like it or in the time frame you want it but that's why we have to give it to God that's why we have to trust in him and allow that indwelling spirit to fill us and to help us and to guide us in all areas of our lives don't get ahead of God don't get too quick don't get too fast Let's bring all of our our problems, our sadness, our pain, our anger, our happiness. Let's bring all that for God Almighty. Let that Paracletos, that Comforter, that Counsel, fulfill you, sustain you, and help you in all areas of your life. Something I have to work on daily. And the one thing's for sure: that if you're a Christian. That indwelling spirit of God is there. He dwells within us all who are saved. And what a wonderful thing, knowing God is dwelling within our hearts. And for that, we can take great peace and comfort and joy in today and take it with us and use it as a guide to make our day that much better and brighter and use it to to not only, remember, as we do these devotions, you go to church, it's more than you to be fed. You need to go out and help feed others. We have a, a responsibility as disciples of Christ to go out and use what we learn and to talk to others about him and lead them to a saving knowledge of Christ or to encourage and help those around you just as God's Spirit encourages and helps us. Let us have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for the paracletos. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that it does encourage us, that fills us with joy, that helps us, that guide us. Lord, let us trust in you in all areas of our life. never, never let us give up and keep pushing and advancing forward. And Lord, for there's anyone this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me me with the holy spirit lord be with us lead us god and protect us be with all our parents teachers bus drivers children and uh, let them get to school and back safely any problems or complications lord please be with our active military those being deployed keep them safe give their families peace and lord be with our uh, police officers and are needed loved and appreciated first responders alike and lord uh let us all be a witness for you and and all that we say and do Be with our president. Give him protection, him and his family. Give him wisdom. Let him seek you and give him discernment. And Lord, just be with this nation. Touch hearts and minds like never before. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. It's always an honor and a pleasure to get to do this. And as always, uh, if you want to share these devotions, uh, your friends and family can always find me at uh, Doctor Young seventy seven. If they say, "Well, I don't do social media," then say, "Hey, you can go to YouTube and watch it, Doctor Matthias Young. Subscribe there, and you can watch uh, uh, the devotions there. And or you, if you, it's audio only. Apple iTunes podcast don't cost you a thing. You can listen to sermons. You can listen to the podcast. You can listen to the devotions and uh, so feel free to subscribe there anytime and uh, so i hope everybody has a great day a blessed day and a wonderful day and remember live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be thanks for watching